even though the deception was real and the hurt went deep, it was lack of forgiveness and being overtaken by ego that blinded him to the truth of pure love and he lost his family. Put your sword back into its place for those who live by the sword die by the sword. Blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Whoever hates his brother is a murderer, and you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. If anyone says, I love God, but hates the brothers or sisters, he is a liar. Whoever loves God must also love his brothers and sisters. We no longer take up sword against nation, nor do we learn war anymore, but we have become the children of peace. If murder is committed privately, it is a crime, but if it happens with state authority, courage, it is the name for it. Christians are not allowed to kill, but they must be willing to put be put to death. Belief is a plant adorned with love, sown by God in a believer's heart. But God has made made belief appeal you and adorned it in your hearts. Hence the prophet's blessings and peace be upon him was an advocate of love in both his words and through his actions. He says, By him who has my soul at his disposal, you will not be admitted into paradise before you believe. You will not truly believe before you love each other. Someone asked, God's messenger, who is the person you love the most, he said, Aisha. He was then asked, and of the men, he said, her father. Whatever living beings there may be, whether moving or standing still, without exception, whether large, great, middling, or small, whether tiny or substantial, whether seen or unseen, whether living near or far, born or unborn, born, may all things be happy. You yourself, as much as anybody in the entire universe, deserve your love and affection. I have decided to stick with love. Hate is too great a burden to bear. Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. When I despair, I remember that all through history, the ways of truth and love have always won. There have been tyrants and murderers, and for a time they can seem invincible. But in the end, they always fall. Think of it always. Hate the sin, love the sinner. Were you successful in determining who said those things? from all over the world and from different religions and belief systems how does that settle with you Jesus, Muhammad, Gandhi Buddha, Moses, Martin Luther King Jr. Mandela, John F. Kennedy and several more contributed to those posts, to those quotes did you see any common denominators in those quotes was it about constant theme of love and anti-violence The point is that every religion and every prophet has a common theme of pure love throughout their teaching. 
Why pure? There are several types of love. In order for a love of any kind to be pure, it must be derived from, from, from it must not be derived from initiatory force. For instance, the love of war does not come from a pure source, but from an initiatory force source, designed to overthrow another individual or group. A love of, another love not from a pure source is a love for money as a source of power to control the basic needs of survival, such as a developer tearing down the homes of others without consideration for the needs of those tenants. On the flip side, a love for money as a tool for delivering unconditional love to others comes from a pure source. One just needs to be careful not to try greed with a false truth, which is dishonest. Love from a pure source includes giving yourself without condition and without anticipated reward. Giving through acts of random kindness with no motive other than helping some comes from a pure source. Also, the feeling you get from the center of your being, from your soul, which is your honesty navigation system, tells you whether you do what you do is pure or unpure. Understand the concept between pure and not pure. There was a young man who left home at a very young age because of differences he had with his family. He came from a background of abuse, broken promises, and ultimately abandoned dreams. This young man decided that he would do what he had to do to survive and have a good time while he was doing it. He had also decided at the age of 15 that no one would ever get the better of him again. So he started out selling drugs to make a living so he could survive in the environment he was in. The environment consisted of drug users and parties of all kinds, so he felt it was okay to do. But he felt in the center of his soul, and he heard that little voice from his honesty navigation system that said, This is no good. You should stop. Of course, he ignored the voice and graduated to theft to get what he was thought what he needed. He became popular, and he had lots of things for a while. He was envied by many, and he was the life of the party. Do you see that he stopped listening to his conscience, his honesty navigation system, and he kept going and hurting others by selling drugs to them and stealing from other people? He loved what he was doing because it made him feel important, and he had control until one day he found himself in the unenviable position of facing serious jail time for his actions. Do you not see how this is not pure love? It was unfortunate that this man lacked the tools, thoughts, and beliefs that could have saved him from a fight that would have taken years of self-discovery and counseling to overcome. But overcome he did, because his mother and father never gave up on him, because he remembered to listen to his pure love center, his conscience, that honesty navigation system. The young man later found that he did things to create value and deliver value to people that came from purity of thought and from listening to the message from his honesty navigation system rather than delivering harm and abuse to gain control and a love that came from being deaf to his voice or pure thought. He still had control of his life but the control came from a pure love position rather than an egotistical one of control and abuse. That same story can be said for thousands of people who have a love of fate, foundation for life. This is a twisted perversion of what love should truly be. 
Somewhere along the evolution of man's thinking, of our family's thinking, we came to believe that segregation and developing classes of people who are more worthy than others was the norm. Why do you hate me when we both came from the same fabric of existence? God imprinted his name in every cell of our being through the elemental codes of creation. How can we allow for the perversions of our, for the perversions of our love thoughts to be acceptable? War is an abuse of life. Sexual perversions are abuses of a fundamental force of creation, sex. Pushing chemicals and other cell-destroying products into our mouths in the name of nutrition is abuse of our bodies. What the hell happened? Have we gone mad? Of course we have. Do you now also see why our differences are so dumb in the validation of warfare in the name of God or religion? Can you see why fighting war is absolutely unnecessary and is contrary to what all these wonderful teachers have tried to teach us? If there's one thing that stands in stark contrast to the message of love that the previously listed quotes made, it is what I'm going to say next. If the prophets and religious and political leaders in all of history have missed one thing, it is the fact, the uncontestable fact, that they all died without living to see their visions come to life. It is that these core truths about all of humanity have gone unfulfilled even now. Even now, humans continue to kill and hate in the name of one cause or another. Do we enjoy bloodshed so much that we are willing to wipe ourselves off the planet? I believe, as many do, that it's time to make a change. I'm delivering hope with the expectation that you and I will live to see a peaceful and happy environment in which to raise our families. When you see a new child born, do you think about what that baby looks like? Do you wonder who your baby daddy? Or do you just observe the wondering beauty of a new being? Is a baby ugly, pretty, cute, small, too large, too small? If you tag that baby in some way, you are judging that baby. When you're observing that baby and you feel love in your heart, you are giving and receiving pure love. Pure love is unconditional. When you can go through your days without passing judgment or using initiatory force, and your commitment is to the preservation of all life, you're expressing pure love. When you sense in the center of your being a feeling of warm and wonderful light embracing your being and creating a sizzle in your spine and tears well up, you are receiving pure love. Now, understand this. Pure love is not as easy as it may sound and you must do the work necessary to unlock the code for this. Yet another prime puzzle piece. The code is the ability to identify and embrace the fact that all humans were created with the same basic fabric and that all humans have the right to live a happy and prosperous life, which you are not allowed to dictate. For reasons previously stated, the pieces of the puzzle for this part of the hope formula are sometimes difficult to locate, so give yourself the time necessary to work on this. The hope formula is integrated into the actions and affirmations of the brothers and sisters of hope and our creator within our wonderful universe. I once led a team of individuals who helped kids ages 16 to 24 over a period of several years to help over 60,000 kids to overcome their dependence on on societal needs and survive independently. 
it became a target of mine to help as many of them as I could to, to bring them to hope. Many people believe that the government and religious forces surrounding them are more powerful than they are. With the destruction that those forces have always inflicted on mankind, such an attitude is understandable, but it's certainly not valid. The sovereignty of every human is the power to be honored and respected by each individual. How can we allow our children to come away from their childhood with no education, no self-esteem, no mind, and no vision of their future? They will be lost their whole adult lives. The adults who have have raised them and the government and religions who promise to protect and educate them and that have charters that include all men were created equal and do unto others as you would have them do unto you have let our children down. We should all feel the helplessness that these young adults feel every day. I do feel it every day. I feel that every one of us can pat ourselves on the back and look in the mirror and say, Congratulations, self. You've been instrumental in bringing whole civilizations to their knees in submission to your beliefs, your ego justice, your twisted view of God, your misinterpretation of the messages received from higher powers. Yes, we can all feel a bit of the responsibility for our children and the children of others being where they are today. It will continue to get worse unless we change our thinking. What is needed is new thinking. I know that you can shift your thinking, as I've done. I'm a middle-aged white guy, or actually pretty much elderly now. And I've seen and done many things in my lifetime that have fed the darkest beast of ego. I've held certain beliefs that say, because I'm a white male, I am superior to others who have a different skin color than me. I once believed that because I was a Christian and had been saved, I was above people of other religions. I've held myself above people with different sexual preferences. I have hurt others in my quest for wealth and power. Yes, I contributed to the current condition of many of my kinfolk of humanity. But one day I realized that we are all made of the same stuff, and our diversity is a thing to be celebrated. Thus began my journey in the new thinking. Since making this decision to research on my own and come up with my own conclusions, rather than listen to the noise coming from so many other people, I began to form my own conclusions about life and why we are here and how we were created. You should do the same. For only through a realization that you can make your own decisions and do your own searching and learning and challenging existing paradigms will you completely embrace your purpose in life. I think you should give it a try. Do you see how ignorant it is to call someone nigger, wigger, kike, spike, lesbo, queer, geek, nerd, shit? Do you not see how the arrogance of tagging a name to a type of human adds to the darkness of our own lives? We must clear the ego and clutter, our clutter of ego thinking out of our minds and make way for the young leaders of our future to have a new view of humanity. You don't have to beat yourself up over it. We have all been victims of power that believe they should have control of our lives and the humans are not smart enough to make decisions to help themselves. We live in a reality where others do not want us to exercise our creative power. Others who want us to stay stupid so they can use us for their own gain. So what can we do to begin the shift? First, you need to become aware of the fact that your actions and thoughts today will have an impact on the future of mankind. I was thinking about Easter not too long ago and I wrote a blog post that said, 
While all of you are enjoying an Easter dinner this weekend, take a moment to reflect on how you treat and especially how you think of other human beings. Remember why you celebrate Easter and ask yourself this question. What would Jesus want me to do today? Knowing who this man was and still is should help you answer that question. And I'd be willing to bet that it would be not be sitting around stuffing our bellies and praising his resurrection. The answer should be obvious. Here's what I think. Spend the day tomorrow taking some action that will assist others to break free of the enslavement that their beliefs have created in their reality. When their family says their prayer of thanks before gorging themselves on ham or turkey, have your family repeat the following. Our family hopes that all people who live on this planet together will rise up and praise the beautiful creation that is man and send a message of hope for all to believe in their own power of creation given to them by God's own action of creation and know the power of pure love and living heaven on earth. You may be surprised with what happens to shape, take shape in your own family when you exercise this affirmation. And I know it's difficult for many people who are of the past age of nine if you've not been living in a pure love, non-initiatory force environment. You see, our lives have been conditioned over many millennia to hold certain beliefs that rob us of our creativity and freedom to make our own choices. The leaders of the past and present, both political and religious, who had the knowledge of consciousness and free choice, have used their knowledge to instill fear and timidity into your heart. By making themselves out to be the keeper of God's knowledge and trust or keeper of our country's freedoms, These leaders manipulate facts and misrepresent facts about God, creation, and governance to gain an upper hand over you. They want power and money, and if they can convince you that they know what is right and you believe them, then they have gained power over you. This is an effort to keep you under control so so they can feed their egos and quench their thirst for power and wealth. The proof is all around us. The poor, the abused, the ill, the hungry, the classes of poor, middle class, and wealthy, wars, disease, and death are all a result of your freedom to create being secretly amputated from your being. Your ability to have a thought, conceptualize it, design it, build it, and deliver it as value to your family is the power of creation. It does not matter what that value is. What matters is that you have the freedom and choice to create without feeling threatened by a warped government or religion. I'm going to repeat that last statement. The poor, the abused, the ill, the hungry, the classes of poor, middle class and wealthy, wars, disease and death are all a result of your freedom to create being secretly amputated from your being. Your ability to have a thought, conceptualize it, design it, build it, and deliver it as value to your family is the power of creation. It does not matter what that value is. What matters is that you have the freedom and choice to create without feeling threatened by a warped government or religion. Your ability to create has, at the very least, been hampered by and even eliminated by mysticism and initiatory force. What is mysticism? It is any mental or physical attempt to recreate, evade, or alter reality through dishonesty, rationalizations, emotions, deceptions, or force.
The evil of initiatory force is defined by Dr. Frank R. Wallace as force, coercion, threat, or force or fraud initiated against any individual for any reason by any individual groups of individual societies or governments. The only way to eliminate this cancer in our systems of governing and caring is to remove the idea that initiatory force is acceptable in normal business operations. The shift in thinking will happen when people see the power of hope to eliminate the fear of men. The power of honesty, omnipotence, pure love, and essence. I offer the suggestion that our bodies were created to allow us to move about within our classroom known as Earth. Our bodies house our operating system, including our honesty navigation system, while we learn the lessons of creation. Our mind and soul are part of the universal super puzzle, and we are learning that puzzle so that we may become creators in our own light and know that each time we honor our God, our creator, we know that we are making strides to be like him, to behave like him, thus created us, that created us. Each of us has the ability within us to create whole universes once we learn the lessons we have, were sent here to learn. We are all born with the ability to make free will choices in our lives. This is how we learn. Do not underestimate the power of love versus hate. And never ever underestimate the power of your own conscience when you make when you wake the honesty navigation system. While we may not be of the same stature as God at this time, He did create us with powers we are only just beginning to understand. So knowing more about honesty and love, what is so difficult about love that forbids us from loving unconditionally and purely? It's the environment too. You undoubtedly know that when a woman is pregnant, the things she puts into her body have a positive or negative impact on the physiology of the human being created in the womb. What you may not be aware of is that the environment that the mother lives in is equally impacting to the growth of a child psychologically. The energy of our thoughts and our subconscious programming are transmitted to the young life for inception until birth and beyond. What is subconscious programming? In short, learning to tie your shoes is subconscious programming. While also being programmed to hold certain beliefs because your mind is constantly exposed to the same words over and over is subconscious programming. In my daily work with a society called Challenge Youth, I have often wondered why our kids seem to mysteriously grow into hateful, addicted victims. What is it that causes a young man to kill people at random when he is only 17 years old? What causes our kids to not go to school and to become absorbed into a welfare state? The answer is simple to see and at the same time is so complicated to overcome. The environment in which we live and the subconscious patterns of belief and behavior of the guardians of that precious life are the cause. I now know what happened to me that caused me to be so sickly young man with a tendency to fail at things just when I am at the age of and, and pinnacle of success. When I was conceived, my biological father was already an alcoholic and my mom was a drinker too. I know that my parents were always fighting about decisions they were making and while I was in the womb, I was connected to the emotions and the information of my mother from our subconscious programming. They were always in a state of chaos and indecision and several attempts were made to save the marriage and save the family. This constant confusion and inability to succeed was being downloaded into my programming or into my belief system. Poor Ricky never had a chance because his programming set him on a life course of confusion, contradictions, and inability. Wow, think about that. Parents do matter how a fetus develops in the womb. 
and the programming that is downloaded in that little brain from the parents that later becomes the physical and mental creation of that human. You can do your own research to firm up what I'm saying here, but the following is a short summary of the science that supports this claim. Experimental psychologists and neuroscientists have discovered that the fetal nervous system has a vast array of sensory and learning capabilities and the kind of memory that neuroscientists call implicit memory. Dr. Peter W. Nathalysis, in his work, Life in the Womb, The Origin of Health and Disease, states, The quality of life in the womb, our temporary home before we were born, programs our susceptibility to coronary heart disease, stroke, diabetes, obesity, and a multiple of other conditions later life. Dr. Daniel J. Siegel, in Developing the Mind, writes that for the growing brain of a young child, the social world supplies the most important experiences influencing the expression of genes, which determines how neurons connect one another in creating their neural pathways, which give rise to mental activity. Dr. Lipton states, in other words, infants need a nurturing environment to activate the genes that develop healthy brains. Parents, the latest science reveals, continue to act as genetic engineers even after the birth of their child. Genes are important to the development of a child, but the power of the genes is only unleashed by the influence of the parents and their conscious decisions to provide a nurturing environment for the child's development, both before conception, while in the womb, and throughout the formative years. We've already realized that the power of omnipotence provides the ability for every human to achieve their needed reality. But it is the power of pure love that programs us to be capable of awakening that omnipotence. By having a deep and abiding love for all life without conditions and without manipulation provides us with an unobstructed connection to the universal knowledge that God created for us, an omnipotent potential. We know that our conscious mind is what we use to make decisions and create. It is our subconscious mind that houses our beliefs and behavior patterns that have we have that we have learned. It contains our programming. Being engaged in a conversation with a passenger in a car while driving is a familiar action that most people can relate to. While engaged in conversation, our ability to navigate the vehicle is an autopilot. We're going along having a discussion when we suddenly realize that we're driving miles and reached our destination without incident and having no real recollection of the driving process. This is autopilot. And it's the work of the subconscious mind while the act of conversing is happening with our conscious mind. We must give our babies hope for survival. So it's a no-brainer to begin exercising the hope formula. Learning to live a pure love life. We must learn to forgive. In the beginning, you heard a quote, even though the deception was real and the hurt went deep, it was lack of forgiveness and being overtaken by ego that blinded me to the truth of pure love and I lost my family. That was me, 2013. We've been blinded by the me-me paradigm of our current society that we often lose sight of the most powerful of love environments, our families. You need to remember and act upon the fact that we have been reprogrammed by our environment and our parents and social leaders to hold certain beliefs about ourselves, our creator, and our abilities. I have certainly been an observer of ego penetrating a family that is very dear to me and I am saddened by this severing of ties that normally bind a family together. There is an answer though, and guess what that is? You are it. Recognize that you are a creator in your own right. 
If your family is being torn apart by the actions of one or more members, you must confront that destroyer and try with all your heart to see it through together. You do not need to see them or to, you do not need to see people to forgive them. You only need to send a message from within your heart, your soul, that has pure love attached to it. Forgiveness is key to helping you be more whole. If you need to be forgiven, ask forgiveness. If you cannot get forgiveness, then ask God to give you the forgiveness. Turn it over to God, the Creator. In a world where nothing seems to make sense anymore, there is one place where one should be able to find comfort, protection, understanding, compassion, empathy, and just plain pure love under any circumstances, and that's your family. In closing, I offer that honesty, omnipotence, pure love, and essence is available to you at livinghopeinstitute.org. You may go there, experience the Hope Institute, and find comfort with others who are experiencing a need for support and pure love on a very real level. There are workshops available. There's the book and workbook there, Hope Your Essence Navigation System. The Hope Institute operates on donations from those who want to see the mission carried out. Go to hopeinstitute.org and check it out. We offer workshops currently every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. This is Coach Rick. I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you. Love you all. Thank you.